The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome to the Source of Truth podcast. Thanks for joining us again today as we finish out the week together on this Friday. And we're glad you're with us and greatly appreciate the privilege to be part of your day. And really hope this would be a help as uh, we take this Friday and examine God's Word. Uh, We are still in the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 1, and we're coming towards the end of chapter 1. As today, we're going to kind of, for context, uh, go back. We looked at verse 20 yesterday, and I'm going to use verse 20 to bring in a level of context as we look at the next several verses. Let's go ahead and read the verses so we get context, and then we'll get into the teaching. Verse 20, the Bible says this, Paul saying, according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. For, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I wot not. For I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better." Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for the furtherance and joy of faith, that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. So we look at this passage, and of course, in verse 20, Paul is communicating to the idea that his bonds are in a certain point, and even if he says, I, I, don't want to, I don't want to ever shame my Christ, I never want to be ashamed for making a bad decision, so if God allows me to live and move on, that's great. If God decides that my life and minister over, I'm good with that too. You have to really, he goes on, he makes a phrase that we reference a lot, and it's, it's, it's a lot of the truth behind it, but it's really more of a powerful perspective, as we mentioned yesterday. Verse 21 says, Paul says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Here's what he's saying. If Christ chooses to have me live and continue to serve, that's, that's Christ. I will continue to live in Christ. I will continue to serve Christ. I will continue to teach Christianity in the kingdom, and I will continue to teach the things that he's asked me to do. If, that's his choice. If I were to die, that's gain. Now, I think one thing we have to take into account, you know that Paul has um, basically been put, you know, has suffered massive persecution and likely as, as the as records with consumers already put to death once and stoned. Um, people tried to kill him more than once through shipwreck. He has lived through what most, what would have taken more people home to heaven. And you look at this, and now he's in prison, and, and it's just been a rough life. Satan has worked very hard to get him off this earth. In fact, at one point he was stoned. Um, the Bible teaches us, Paul said at one point, he says, I knew a man who saw went to heaven. And most people would believe he was referring to himself, likely when he was stoned at that point. And then God brought him back. Uh, it's, that's an assumption. That's all we can come with that. Uh, but we know that we believe he saw that. But whether or not he saw heaven, and that's why he wanted to go back, or whether he was just so convinced and so... Uh, invested in the truth of eternity and the truth of heaven, all those things. Uh, that was his perspective. He says, listen, if God frees me and allows me to live, I'm going to go back to um, preaching Christ. If God chooses to say, no, it's time for you to come to heaven, I'm good with that too. In fact, that's better for me. And I, and I don't think we need to be, as Christians, need to be in a hurry to have our life ended and end up in heaven. But I hope that if we understand, if we have a biblical perspective of what comes next, 
Uh, it changes our perspective down here. And don't get me wrong, I don't mean we become suicidal, things like that. That's just not what I'm referencing here. What I'm saying is we can become so consumed with the things of this world, with finances, with positions, with obtaining things, that we miss the fact that that's, that's not what matters. None of that matters. Let's continue to unpack these things and we'll get into principles. So he's saying that if God takes me home, it's actually okay. Verse 22, he says, if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. This is what God wants. What I shall choose, I want not. Whatever, what I may choose is not what may come my way. Verse 23, for I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart me with Christ, which is far better. He says, I struggle. I'm ready to go home. I've met more than one per people at some stage in their life, usually due to age or health or things like that, where they're like, I've done everything I believe God wants me to do, and I'm ready to go home. It's not a, a suicidal desire to go. It's I have had a good life. I have done everything that I believe God's called me to do, and I have invested my life for Christ into this world. I'm ready to go home to see my Savior. He says, but there's a problem. That's my desire. He said, nevertheless, verse 24, um, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for the furtherance and joy of the gospel. He's like, for, for me to live is more needful for the church. It's good for you. He's like, don't get me wrong. I'm ready personally to go to heaven. I've done everything I'm supposed to. I believe it's an okay time for God to take me home. But the church, this Philippian church, I understand me staying would be helpful for you. And he says, I'm okay with that too. Now, I think there's a thing, some things we look at this from the aspect of principle and application. Again, this is not him in a suicidal perspective. This is him in a full understanding of the reality of what's next. He, is, he has invested his life in Christ. He's invested his life in the kingdom. He's invested in life in, he's really focused his intention on helping people to understand there is a hope, there is a heaven, there is salvation, all of those things. And he goes, this is what I have given all of the rest of my, the last portion of my life to, and I'm ready to go to it. He believed it so much that it compelled him. And I guess we believe in Christ. We believe in heaven. We believe in all those things. But do they compel us as much? And I'm not talking about ready to go. And again, when some people are older, that's a different story. I'm talking this. We get so, what is it in our life that consumes us that we continue to look forward to? You know, are we still striving to, is it money? Is it possessions? I can't wait till I get a bigger house, bigger car, things like that. And while there's nothing wrong with those things, if our fulfillment is found in human obtainment, we'll never be truly fulfilled. Because there's always something more we can get. There's always somebody with a bigger house, with a nicer car, with a, a bigger bank account, better position. There's always somebody who has more. If my fulfillment is found in gaining, I'll never, make, I'll never have enough. If my fulfillment is found in a purpose, then I'll be happy with that. His purpose was spreading the gospel. If your purpose is to submit to Christ and to serve Christ to the best of your ability with the possessions you've been given, if your purpose is the gospel, if your purpose is serving and ministering to others, if your purpose is to invest your life so that when Jesus comes back, you're ready to go, and that means investing at work and home, all those things, if that's your purpose, It'll change your perspective down here. We talked yesterday, different perspective, but it comes with the purpose. You see, and, I, and this is me as a pastor, that's my, that's my goal. You say, well, you're supposed to, that, that's true. That's also my job. But see, my purpose is what drove me to what I do. My purpose is I want to serve Christ my whole life and Christ used that and called me to do this as a living. 
And that's, I love it. I love every aspect of it. And yeah, everybody would know that there's some things that I gain as a result of it, some things I lose as a result of that. And I'm good with that. Because to me, that's my desire. And, and, and most everybody in my position would acknowledge that. But you don't have to do this full time for that to be purpose. Because I've known a lot of people, they've come and done this full time, they convince us what they're going to do, and now they're working for other companies. It's, it's not easy. But it's the purpose that keeps driving you. It's the saying, saying this is not easy, but that's not the point. I didn't, I didn't go into something easy. I went in to invest. I went in to serve the Lord. You don't have to do what I do to do that. You can do that by serving your neighbors, your family, uh, your church, your community. The key is this. If your purpose is to gain, you're never really going to be fulfilled. If your purpose is to invest into other and to the cause of Christ, you can find fulfillment and still enjoy all the other blessings. Paul said, I have given everything and now I'm ready to go. But if I need to stay, I'm okay with that. He had an eternal mindset. He had a mindset that was beyond the things of the world. Now, here, let's finish with this practical thought. If, if our mindset is, and I want to say less, more about eternity, what's coming next, because let me tell you what I believe this. I, don't, I believe by nature God has created us with this desire not to die. I believe that's what he's done. He's created us with a desire to live. I believe that is a natural desire, and I believe it's the way God's designed us to fight for life, even though we know it's next, to fight to stay alive for a million of reasons. That's how God has designed us. Um, so I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying when we have a perspective, I guess you'd look at it as in a supernatural perspective. We see the world not through material things, but supernatural things, spiritual things. We see the world not as how can I attain in my life, but how can I invest that, my, my life, into Jesus. He says in Matthew, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. When I do that, my perspective on life down here changes. My perspective on the politics, my perspective on, on diseases, my perspective on all of the things here. While I'm involved and I'm engaged and aware, I'm not consumed by it because this is temporary. And that is one of the things that brings hope to the Christian because they are temporary. See, to us as Christians, this is the worst it's going to get. The next thing is heaven. To the unsaved world, this is the best it's ever going to get. And that's what we, that should compel us, to live in a way where we can help them to see there's so much more available to them than what this empty world can offer them. May we desire to have a, a, a purpose that drives us so much more than anything this world can offer. Thanks again for joining us this week and participating with us as we study the Word of God. I greatly appreciate the privilege to be part of your day. I invite you to join us Sunday morning if you're local to our area in the southeastern part of Pennsylvania. We have a 10 o'clock service in the morning, a 5 o'clock evening service, and we will be studying uh, through the book of the Bible, the books of the Bible. We'd love to have you join us. Uh, for some reason, you're not local and you can't make it. Uh, if you want to join us, if you don't have a local church, we'd love you to join us online and our website at bensonandbaptist.org or our YouTube channel, Facebook page. We'd love to have you join us online and worship with us there. Thanks again for the opportunity to be part of your day. We hope you have a great weekend, and we look forward to seeing you again on